Welcome to Taking Back Birth, a podcast for women who know the truth about birth and those who want to explore the path of radical birth love. I'm your host, Marin Green. Taking Back Birth celebrates the power you have to make decisions in alignment with your own truth. Decisions not subject to anyone else's authority. Decisions that create experiences that will change your life. Taking Back Birth is a production of the Indie Birth Private Contract Association and IndieBirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I've been so religious about getting a recording up every week, and I'm so happy about that as we close out the year. I also realized that in having this special guest today, this might be the last podcast of 2023. I'm not sure. We'll see how it, how it rolls out in, in the world of editing podcasts. Uh, but I'm so thrilled to have my friend Kendra here today to possibly close out the year and chat about birth and her experience as a new mom, uh, as someone that had a really fantastic home birth. So I'm sure we'll get into it, but uh, Kendra's amazing and beautiful birth video of her son Shiloh is on our YouTube channel. So that's Indie Birth. It might be living other places as well, but I know it's gotten a ton of views there. So um, if you're someone that actually hasn't seen that, that might be a good thing to watch before you listen to this podcast and just to get a sense of Kendra in her purest state, which gosh, that's still, I'm still so amazed at how, how beautiful uh, that birth was and how well the video turned out. But welcome, Kendra. I'm so glad to have you here today. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited. Yeah, I was <clears throat> reflecting on why it's even taken this long, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, why why have you not come on this podcast before? Just because Shiloh is uh, like 14, 13 months now, something like that? Yeah, yep, 13 months. That's crazy. What What is he up to these days? Being a big kid? Oh yeah, he's in full toddler mode. He's running around and he keeps me very busy, but in all the best ways. I am remembering your pregnancy uh, as best I can. And I felt like you were really connected to him, both you and your husband, Xavier. Uh, So what has been that, what has that been like? as Shiloh's been growing, like what you see in him now, even at 13 months, like, does that match what you felt from him when he was in your body? I'm so curious. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty amazing how much his personality is, um, has been consistent since I feel like I was pregnant with him. Um, he's definitely a very peaceful presence in our home. He's crazy and energetic, but he's such a peaceful presence every time you know, he's just hanging out or just we're all doing something as a family. He's just such a great binder. I don't know if that makes sense, but he just makes the whole room feel whole. And that's probably because I'm his mom and I feel like he's like perfect in every way. But um, just his essence in our home is so peaceful. And I, and I know we talked about that a lot when I was pregnant with him that, you know, I just feel I found so much peace in my pregnancy with him and I found so much 
of myself I didn't even know that I was missing. And I think that that's continued since he's been here. It's like more of my life makes sense just having him around. That's so beautiful. I always wonder with uh, babies, you know, that we grow to like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, like, the essence that you felt during your pregnancy, you know, did that come from him even then? Or was it something that you created and then kind of passed on to him? What are your thoughts on, on all the baby connection stuff? Because people are so interested in that. Yeah, that's so funny that you asked that. Xavier and I just had this conversation maybe like a week ago because I was reflecting back on my pregnancy with him and how active I was and just the difference in like who I was during my pregnancy versus now. And obviously I'm the same person, but like the different characteristics and mannerisms of me during my pregnancy were kind of like very different to how I've been in like my postpartum year. Mm. And it's funny because we were reflecting on Shiloh and now that he can move and now that he can, you know, his personality is coming out more and more. I see so many similarities in how active he is and how he's just such a joy. He's so happy all the time. He's so friendly. And like, I, I, I tend to be a little more like on the reserved and when it comes to like talking to people, greeting people. But I remember during my pregnancy thinking like, I feel so outgoing. Like, I feel like I can talk to anybody and, and be confident to do that. And we'll be like walking through the stores and he'll wave at everybody. He's saying hi. He's he's so friendly. And I think that that's just, I kind of, in my opinion, is that his, who he was and his essence kind of came out through me as like his vessel in that way. Like I'm, I'm carrying him. And so our personalities kind of like meshed a little bit. I don't know. That makes sense. I think. I think some people that might be new for, though, I love that you're talking about that because... There are so many ways, I think, that a baby or a soul, really, uh, a soul in utero like that can shift us in our own lives. And then, right, it's not until hindsight, right, in some ways that you're like, oh, maybe that wasn't even me in a way. Like, that was his really powerful influence on my own body. That's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. And people have asked me so many times, why did I love being pregnant? Like, I think that's such a foreign concept to people, maybe. Um, At least the people that I'm around are, like, so baffled by how much I enjoyed being pregnant. And it's, like, you just can't put to words how amazing it is to be the vessel for another life to come into this world and how honoring that can feel that they not only chose you, but that you get to be the one to know them before anybody else. I think that's the part that I love the most about being pregnant with him as I reflect like it was such an honor to be the only one that really knew him at the depths of his soul at least during you know that pregnancy stage wow the depths of his soul I love it Hmm. looking back are there other ways you feel like your pregnancy experience was so heavily influenced by him because he is so powerful I mean I know you know that you're his mother but Um, in witnessing you throughout your whole process I felt like he was an unusually like present uh, energy yeah yeah he's he I think powerful is a great word he's definitely knows what he wants he's he's still that way um yeah I, I we were I don't know 
even when I look back on my choice in home birth, I just don't ever really feel like it was fully my choice, but in a good way. Like, obviously I fully wanted to do that. And, but I just, it, I look back to like my past of wanting to be an OB and going to school to like go a completely different route and to have that full circle moment of like, now I'm giving birth at home. And I'm like, it, it's vastly different. And I always credit his energy to that as well. Like, of course, Xavier is supportive, but he would have supported me regardless. That's just who he is. Um, but I just felt this strong pull to looking into home birth and trying all these different things. And I just can't help but feel like that was so much of his influence of this is where I want to be born. This is who I want to be there. Like there's so much of his pull and I can see his little handprints in the whole story. And it's, it's pretty cool. It is so cool. When did the idea of home birth first appear on your radar? How did that even get introduced to you? It's hard to say. I think it was something that I've always kind of thought was cool, but didn't think people really did it. And so when I met with Angelia to interview her to be my doula, and I was kind of letting her know, I'm not really, you know, I don't, I'm very newly pregnant. I haven't even seen a doctor yet. I don't, I don't even know if I want to see a doctor. And she was, I was like, do you have any suggestions maybe? Um, and she was like, you know, I don't know if you're, if you're looking for like a midwife, um, there's a new newer midwife in town that I've been kind of following and maybe doing her indie birth school. So she's telling me about you and I'm like, okay, I could, I'd like to meet her. And then she was like, in matter of fact, she's doing like a workshop and you should come. And I, I, I was like, okay, let's do it. So Xavier and I both came. And after that, I was like, okay, now this makes sense. I'm kind of thinking about though was I mean home birth wasn't in your family I don't think right so how this how is, did you feel about birth? it's like, it's like you, you can taught? see all of the steps kind of leading up your... to um to that decision so it was definitely very aligned how did you grow up birth story any or any or all of the above hmm that's that's a good question <laughs> um so my earliest memories of birth are so I have three younger siblings and my youngest sibling and I are nine years apart and so I, I that's the only one of my mom's pregnancies that I have the actual memories of and being a part of and I remember we used to sit there together and we'd watch baby story I don't it, it was kind of like one of those reality tv shows yeah, where women yeah, birth. yeah. Yeah, and I used to love watching that with her. And it was just crazy to see these different, like, almost maybe dramatized, like, hospital births, women screaming and running around. And it was just so entertaining to me. And so that's my earliest memory is seeing that those kind of birth doc births documented. Um, and then, of course, my mom, she never really loved being pregnant. And she always will say that. But she said that she loved giving birth. She's like, that's the part that I enjoy. I enjoy the process of laboring and giving birth. And so I don't know, there wasn't really a fear for me around the whole birth process. And so I think I, it was just very, it felt natural. It felt like it was embraced by the women around me that it's, it's this great thing, even, you know, even though maybe they took a different route than I did, it was still something that I looked at as really cool. 
we had a lot of animals growing up and sometimes they would give birth like in our backyard we had all different types like frogs and bunnies and so <laughs> it was just fun even as a kid to see you know in the springtime there would be all these little baby animals running around and so I think it was just always something that I was really really fascinated by and had a respect for so then when it was my turn to be a mom I think I just realized I really wanted to embrace the entire process at its like fullest that's so amazing I love that about you and I think that is so normal of course you know for some women and then you know it's so not normal in the world too I, I think especially with younger women coming into having babies and you know maybe being more brainwashed or programmed I don't know than they were years ago so I've always admired that about you coming in so young and like having your shit together basically <laughs> <laughs> well thank you, you know? it's definitely yeah yeah it's definitely um it, it brings its own challenges to go against the grain sometimes and to be you know one of the only people that I know personally before I chose home birth one of the only people I knew personally that took that route and it brought a lot of opinions <laughs> from people and um from family and stuff who who had opinions about it for you guys well so I worked at a gymnastics facility and I was the director there and so I was around moms all the time it was a, you know for younger kids right and I taught a lot of classes and so I was I had a lot of people that would talk to me about my pregnancy that were so excited for me and where are you giving birth what are you doing just moms that just like to chit chat about things and every time I would say home birth, it was like crickets. Like, <laughs> really? Like, are you sure? And it was like nurses that, you know, would bring their kids there. Right. They would warn me about how dangerous it is and, you know, sharing with me, like, they really think I should go to the hospital or at least get a doctor. And um, just a lot of, and I think the way that I processed it even then was, people trauma bond and like to share and, and and kind of like push their traumas on other people because maybe it makes them feel a little better to to kind of uh i don't know i don't know i don't know the word yeah share their it. share their hurt and share their yeah you know share their fear you're right it is definitely a way that people connect sometime yeah 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 did you ever have a moment of being fearful or having second thoughts, you know, just because you hadn't had a baby yet before? Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's natural to kind of feel like you're you're standing at the bottom of a mountain and you don't know how you're going to make it up. You don't know what's at the top. You don't know you don't know what you're going to meet along your journey, but just knowing no matter what it takes, I'm going to get to the top of this mountain. And I know that I'm fully equipped to do it. I have everything I need, all the tools, all the people around me. So I know I can do it, but there's still that fear of taking that first step and then the next step and then the next step and just continuing one step at a time until you can kind of overcome each individual challenge. I like that analogy, standing at the bottom of a mountain. It's so true. Was there anything that appeared for you like in your pregnancy or even during the birth where you were glad maybe you had done certain work or like looked at a certain issue or or fear like was there 
kind of proof of that along the way for you? Yeah, I was one thing that I was so grateful for was that fear release ceremony that we did. I do it with mm. almost all my clients now. Anyone that's willing to do it, I will do it with them. Um, yeah, so I'd love to hear feedback on that, actually, because I don't think, you know, we didn't talk about it because that wasn't the place to talk about it. Now it is. Yeah, it yeah. was so beyond impactful for me to have just to say my fears out loud. I think there was so much. I, I almost want to use the word shame around feeling fear because I'm like, mm. I chose this. I shouldn't, you know, I need to be 10 toes down in my decision. And so to say the fears out loud was so healing for my soul. Cause you know, I don't know one of the, he's a podcaster, but he's a psychologist. One of the guys I listen to, he talks about that your body needs to hear your mind. It needs to hear you voice how you feel like it, it needs to hear it. And so when we did that fear release, my body could hear what my, my heart and my soul was feeling. And so it, it, it created more of a connection. I feel like from my mind, my body and my soul, that there was still a little bit of deviation in what my body was telling me, you can do it in my brain telling me, of course you can do it. Like, and then right. my, my, my soul was like, but I'm scared. Like there's still a little you know thing here and there that I'm nervous yeah. of. So doing that was just so unifying and it, it was unifying for me. Hmm. That's really helpful to hear too. I think that was maybe one of the first ones, uh, the first of the fear ceremonies I offered. So I remember doing that with you, of course, and feeling like it taught me so much too to witness you in that and to hold space for it and, you know, not solve it. Like no one can make your fear go away, but just to kind of hold that with you and to feel even your energy around it. I remember being um, so pleasantly surprised by that. And maybe that's what you see in your doula clients too, when you're doing it, which is like, there is an actual shift in their own energy where they, the fears, you know, feel a certain way, even to people on the outside. And then there's something about speaking it, writing it and transforming it that shifts the energy into something that's like just more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, and even to go as far as say you're owning it instead of trying to push it down and, and detach yourself from it and pretend like it's not there by saying it out loud, you're attaching yourself to that fear. You're acknowledging that I am afraid of this thing. And sometimes before you do it, that feels like a weakness. That feels like, okay, if I say it out loud, it might come true. But just saying it out loud is not going to make it any more true or any, you know, it just makes it more real. It makes it more, it just makes it, it just gives your body the chance to hear you say what you're afraid of and let your shoulders relax and realize that it's okay to be afraid, but that doesn't mean it's going to come true, whatever it is you're holding on to. That's so true. And I love that you bring that up because I think you're 100% right, especially in the natural birth community, that we can get really overly, like myopically focused on this goal of a home birth. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too. Like, you know, I know home birth was your goal, but... um yeah, like how, how did it feel to just kind of like open yourself up to the unknown? Because I think that's part of that fear release too, is like we don't actually control every part of this process. We, you know, we control some things, but ultimately it's a surrender, I feel like, to the mystery. 
Yes. A surrender is, is such a word I held on to so deeply in my pregnancy. I've struggled a lot over the years with feeling anxious, feeling like super controlling of my life. Like I need to have everything planned out. I need to, you know, make sure everything's all squared away. I got my stuff together. And I just, one of the greatest lessons I learned in my pregnancy was that you're not going to control everything. And in, in it, Honestly, you really control nothing and you're just on this ride anyway. So why not do it with with joy and with surrender and just realize that life is so beautiful if you can just open your heart to letting it be beautiful and not feeling like it has to look how it does in your head. And so I think with pregnancy, there's so much of it has to be this, it has to be this, you need this appointment, this sonogram, this gender reveal, this. And it's like all these things that we're told as women, you have to do this, 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 and this. And when you take all that off the table, you can kind of realize, okay, the surrender is so much easier because I don't have all these lists of checklists. I can just let go and see what happens. And of course, I'm not saying, you know, do nothing. There's there's an active participation part of this, but to just allow what's supposed to be to be, I think is is one of the most beautiful parts about the process. For sure. And again, I just honor you for for doing that so gracefully and I would imagine that's just really helpful so we didn't say outright but you are working as a doula right Um, yes you're in our indie birth midwifery school so you're headed towards midwifery and yeah that's so exciting and I feel like these words of wisdom you're speaking I'm sure you're getting to live them right in a different way now like on the other side of the the table so to speak um, in witnessing women like walking this path. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting too, because, so I just started doing this a little over six months ago. So I'm still kind of new with the doula, doula-ing. But um, you dove I, in, you dove in. <laughs> yes, I did. I dove in head first. I'm like, if I'm <laughs> going to do it, I'm going <laughs> to do it. But I loved it. I loved it so, so much. It just feels like my heart's calling. It feels like mm. this is the work that I was made to do. I tell my husband all the time, I just feel so refreshed every time I do something, anything birth related, go to a birth, do a postpartum visit, a prenatal, anything. I just feel so refreshed. And so I, um, I've i been to, I think, six births this year. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. Are they, it, have they been home births or hospital or both? So I've done both. I've been to both. And that was kind of what I was going to say is like, it's been so interesting supporting hospital births because I've never obviously had any of like my own personal experience to kind of yeah so supporting these women it's it's very different it's and again of course I'm not judging or you know but it's hard not to compare the difference between going to a home birth and a hospital birth because it's 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 apples and oranges it's it's nothing near the same so it's it's definitely been a very interesting Mm. ride (laughs) Yeah, that's an education. I mean, of course, your own birth experience, I always feel like, you know, those are the, those are the real school there. That's the real school. Um, But then yeah, uh, getting to witness other women, not just in the birth, but how has it been for you to walk with women in their pregnancies, even that have chosen so differently? Like, I mean, I wonder that too, because I that is not something I've really done. I didn't really work as a doula. So I'm so curious in a way, like, just little ways you navigate that um, with women that are just, 
you know, they're not really on the same page as you personally, which I, I love that you can honor that either way. But I don't know. What have you learned there? It is so much. I'm it, sure. is, <laughs> no, it is so much. And it, it sometimes is really hard to not um, to say this. Uh, so it's sometimes it's difficult for me to not process their birth as trauma for me because yeah. I they they're happy with their outcome but sometimes it is hard to separate myself from taking on the weight of doctors making comments to a woman while she's pushing like you're not doing good enough that is so hard for me to not take personally mm -hmm. as a woman and as a birthing person as a mother it's so it just almost guts mm -hmm. me every time I see these comments being made to these women in their most vulnerable state yeah. and so I think that's been the hardest part for me. But one thing that I always remind myself is, you know, even though I'm not a midwife yet, I love the term with women. And so I try to apply that to all of my work and everything that I do is regardless of the differences of how they believe or I believe I'm with them. I'm here with them. I'm going to hold their hand through their, through their journey. And I always tell my clients, even after we've done our last visit, call me, text me if you need anything. I'm with you. I'm here with mm. you you have any questions or you need anything and so it's just been such a beautiful just journey to really embrace just all the women and in my community just feeling like I'm really plugged into what what these women need it's so important and I love that you're filling that role because yeah as a midwife I think you know things will definitely shift for you but that's a ways off so being able to learn from all of these experiences, I think, is really humbling, right? Like, to witness what you've shared, like some some traumatic things, uh, things you wouldn't have chosen. And then, of course, when things really don't go well, um, you know, especially in a hospital setting and feeling like, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> how do these things happen? Uh, how do we how do we get women out of this place? Like, there's a lot of, I feel like, bigger issues that come in once we start to really tune into the collective around birth, right? Like not our individual experience, which in your case was so great. Um, but like this bigger, yeah, the collective of women and birth and trauma and chaos and, you know, the things that unfortunately usually do come in those settings. And, and you know, sometimes at home too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's been interesting. I've learned so much though. I've learned so, so much as, you know, I think, I think you even talked about this in one of our school lessons about, you know, your time working for um, the, it was like a hospital midwife or more of like a medicalized midwife and you were kind of apprenticing with her and you learned more of what not to do hmm. than you did what to do. And I think that's kind of how I feel sometimes when I'm attending some of these births that are so drastically different than what I'll be attending as a midwife, when it's way more medicalized and there's just a lot of just discrepancies, but <laughs> from what I would ideally like to see, you know, women having as an experience. Um, but it just reminds me how important it is to love on these women when they're so vulnerable. I, I can think of very few times that women are more vulnerable than they are when they're pregnant and birthing it's just such a such a time <laughs> such a time yeah. when you just need the energy the positive energy of people around you sure I mean you're so open right like you're so open energetically and like open to suggestion open to opinion open to people's fears 
Uh, yeah, I love that. And I'm sure you're an amazing doula. I think that's such a fun thing. I wish I could see you in action there maybe one day. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I did want to touch on Shiloh's birth, of course, um, as I shared, Kendra has been so generous in sharing this birth video. And I don't know how many times it's been viewed, you probably know better than me, but there was quite a, quite a stir. When was the whole Kevin Gates thing? You want to catch people up on when that was shared? And I don't know how that how that felt mm. for you. I kind of don't remember other than I think it was last summer, maybe, you think? I feel, well, I was so pregnant last summer, right? Maybe not, I don't know, time is so weird. Um, I feel like it was maybe like seven or eight months ago, maybe because yeah. Shiloh yeah, yeah. was right around six months. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. So what we're referring to is um, Kendra's amazing birth video, which again, you can go watch was shared on our Instagram. And I don't think it was the first time we had shared it before. And then somehow it went like completely viral. And I had no idea who Kevin Gates was. Honestly, he's a musician, my son had to inform me because I did not know. And he was touched, I guess, by your birth video, because really, it's just so powerful. And he shared it on his Instagram, and it just went totally crazy. So you and I never really talked about it. I messaged you to be like, are you okay? Is it, you know, are you doing okay? Just because when things blow up like that, you know, there's definitely um, an influx of comments on both sides of the fence, right? So I'd love yeah. to hear you. I'd love to hear you share about how that felt for you and anything else. Yes, it it was definitely crazy. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, you became a celebrity was... like overnight. <laughs> my so the way that we found out is my brother-in-law, Xavier's brother, texted him and said, "Hey, your your uh, Kendra's birth video got shared by Kevin Gates." He, I guess I I knew who he was, but I didn't follow him. So yeah. my brother-in-law does. And Xavier was like, "What?" And so we went <laughs> on Instagram, and I saw like I had like hundreds of comments and views and messages, and I was like, "What is going on?" I was baffled. <laughs> And then I'm realizing, okay, so my birth video obviously made it into the hands of Kevin Gates, which was just, that was, that was a weird time. That was crazy. We get on Twitter, it was like trending under the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And it definitely was a little jarring <laughs> to know so many people had watched me give birth. And again, to just keep touching on, being in that state is the most vulnerable. I mean, I cannot imagine being in a more vulnerable state than I was in that day. And um, I was immediately reminded of a prayer that I prayed. And I feel like if I'm, my memory serves me, it was like the night before I went into labor with Shiloh. And I was like, I just, my prayer is that his birth will touch everybody in the room, that it'll be something that's powerful enough that, that, that not only we're impacted positively, but everybody in the room is as well. Oh, wow. And that's amazing. You <laughs> never told me that, but that's like powerful and magic. Yeah, it, it was, it was really, and I was reminded of that. And then I had that light bulb moment of not remembering that a phone was also in the room. And so when the birth video was shared, not only was my prayer answered, but it was like on a scale of like 20 million people being <laughs> in the room, being present <laughs> for this birth. But you know, I got negative comments, I got positive comments, lots of messages. And the one thing that I just kept being reminded of is, 
you have a positive or negative reaction, you were still touched enough to respond. Mm. And I can't control how the video was received or how my choices were received, but I don't know. It was just, it was interesting to see how some people responded so with such anger and with such, whether you Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's mature. No, really. Right. Very, very powerful opinions. And I don't know, I just don't feel like that's I don't I don't own those feelings just because they were they were shot out at me. But <laughs> but yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely a little bit of a struggle, but at first to get used to it. But Yeah, it's such a unique place. So who said maybe maybe Sam or someone on our team or I don't know said that your birth video had more views than the business of being born, which is like so cool and insane. And I don't know, I have so much to say about it, I guess, because as someone that wants to create more midwives and you know, you and I are on the same page about just, I think having people understand what birth can look like it really is one of the most transformative birth videos that exist like truly like truly like in the world in the whole entire universe like that is one of the most instructive and yet beautiful and calm and perfect videos like <laughs> I know you guys didn't play on any of that and that's also the amazing part <laughs> but you know like from that perspective of teaching um like there just couldn't have been a better video like you know if he had just like come out and totally just started screaming it would have also been beautiful and perfect but there's something um so like just raw and touching and I feel like that's what people picked up on even without the words to describe it yes it was birth yes it was beautiful yes you guys are gorgeous it was all true but also having you just express your vulnerability and be in a place where you gave your baby some breaths and it wasn't just like a hundred percent textbook um I think is also again just transformative is the word that comes to me like it probably upset some people for the reason, as you said, and, you know, I read a lot of those comments, too, and felt very defensive on your behalf, because it was perfect. Like, it's so funny, right, that people even had that to say when it's like, it all is fine, people like, he's fine. This is great. He's a thriving, you know, whatever he was at the time, six months old, like, what is your problem? Right? Like, so many thoughts. Yeah. So yeah I, and i think you know kind of like what we talked about earlier it's a lot of people's it's their own fear i don't know i guess i could be no, wrong but to me right. that's kind of how i tried to perceive it is it's you know we we all at a, at a point were indoctrinated with that fear mindset that mentality of we need somebody to save us we need somebody else how could you give birth and not have a doctor how could you give birth and not have you know all these things and what if this happened what if this happened and i just just you just surrender to what is and i think like you said that his birth was so peaceful and a lot of that was his essence too oh, that is that is who my son is he's such a peaceful mm -hmm. little guy 
And even in that moment when other people would have maybe been panicking or we need to do something, we need to call them whatever it was. I don't know. People sure. have their own ideas of what we should have done. But that was just not appropriate in that in that setting. It was just all peace. And I just, I don't know, I think it was exactly how it was supposed know. to be. Definitely. And, you know, that's obviously, although it may not be obvious, perhaps to some people, but that's obviously what you don't get from watching a birth video. You don't get the energy in the room. Um, I don't think like mm. it's still beautiful, but you can't really feel what was going on. So I very concretely remember that piece as well. And feeling Shiloh, like, you know, uh, maybe you've noticed too in the births you've attended that even when it's not your baby, there is that energy to tune into. There's that life force that is coming and you can feel that in the room. So I don't know, just reflecting that it wasn't the least bit worrisome or weird. In fact, I didn't really even think about it uh, until days later, like, oh yeah, I guess you know, I guess that was something, but in the moment it just fit so perfectly. And it was so clear that he was fine. And, you know, like there wasn't an energy of anything being wrong. So it's amazing how, you know, those two things can coexist in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It really is. And I think even, um, Robbie Davis Floyd talked on uh, uh, what is it? Intuition as authoritative knowledge. It was such a refreshing. I've watched it like it's so good, times, right? I love that so much. So it's good. so good, and I think that that was like very. That was a big part of it as well. We were all the the, the space was being held so beautifully, and everybody that was present trusted the intuition and the, the energy in the room that everything's fine. We're all on the same page with just that everything's fine. Like we're all good. This is such a beautiful, peaceful thing for us to all get to be a part of. And it was just refreshing. I don't know what other word to use, but just such a beautiful blessing. I'm so grateful that I got to be a part of it. I just feel like a, a participant. Like it was just so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder too, how, how many more births could look like that if there was more people that could hold the space for a birth like that to happen? I don't know. I think the answer is a ton, right? Which is why you're in midwifery school. And I love that that was your entry. Like there's no wrong way to enter the field of midwifery or birth. But maybe you've noticed this as well. A lot of women enter from a more trauma perspective. I would say that I kind of did mm -hmm. in a way. Um, like I really wanted women to have the birth that I had been able to experience because I knew what it was like when you did it because that was my first. Um, so for you to come in, I just love that energy that I'm sure you'll bring and have already brought, which is birth works. Babies, you know, they know how to do this. Um, it isn't always perfect, but all of the work you put in, like you're saying, intuition, uh, your partnership, your husband is amazing. I think everybody can like clearly see how supportive he is and, you know, was of you in those moments, especially um, you had that. And like you were saying, I think we all were blessed with just having each other really, right? Like 
having our own nervous systems all be attuned to each other so that we were connected. Um, and that's, you know, that's what I love about midwifery. And I'm sure going forward, that's something that will come up for you too, is like that connection is so beautiful and birth is already safe. It's not that we're saying like, oh, it makes it safer. But I think in some ways it kind of does because that space being held with people you really trust um, allows you to be more fully you, which is always the best thing for a birthing woman. Yes, I totally agree. Absolutely. One of the things I love about being a doula is the I, I feel like I take the approach of one size does not fit all. So mm -hmm. I don't have like a standard. I, do right. this, this. I mean, I have like a break, like I do a certain amount right. of things or whatever, but I don't, it like each birth I've been to, I, the main support that I offered each woman was so vastly different from my first birth being 13 hours of hip squeezes Whoa. to the most recent one I did where I'm roaring in the, in, in the labor and delivery hall with this mom, everyone's dead quiet. And they're like, okay, start oh. pushing. And she's like, mm, like she's feeling so awkward, I can tell, and it's so quiet in there. And she's like, I don't know, you know. And I was like, come on, I'll do it with you. And so as she's pushing, I'm like, Arr! so we're like roaring together. And I think that each woman needs something different in that in that state. And to be able to be connected with each woman differently and equally as powerfully, I think is just such an honor to get to get to be there for them in that way. I feel like that's one of the secrets in a sense, right, is what you're saying. Um, make that connection. And especially as a midwife, you'll know what to do, which of course is why we're not teaching people checklist midwifery. We're not teaching that there is a certain way to hold space at a prenatal or a birth because it really has to be reflective of what that woman needs. So, you know, your birth, if you were a different yeah. person, would have looked different. And maybe, it, you know, who knows what that would have included, right? But that wasn't what I showed up to, at least. Like, I, sh I showed up to you just, like, being amazing and almost having a baby and being confident. Um, and I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember, like, checking in with you, too, when I arrived and just saying, like, how is Shiloh doing? And correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember you kind of being like, let me let me like take a second because like you wanted to make that connection. And um, I don't know. I just remember that because I love those kind of moments where things don't have to be rushed or like there doesn't have to be fear. It's just simple, simply a moment of like recalibrating or reconnection. And not every woman needs that. And some need a lot more than that. But that's just a memory I hold of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was, I feel like towards the end, as we were getting closer to the end of labor, I started like, I told Xavier, I was like, I was waking up. Like for so much of it, I was just like, my body was doing the work and I was like mentally mm -hmm. somewhere else. And I remembered when you got there and you came in and you were like, hey, how are you doing? How's have you, have you felt shy to move or whatever? And I was like, oh goodness, like, I don't know. I've been like, I've been not very feeling very present in the situation. I think my mind was just somewhere else that I was like, hang on. Just like you said, I had to like recalibrate and take a second to be like, have I? So yeah, that, that was one of, I, I definitely share that same memory with you. And I appreciated that encouragement to like check in and be like, okay, now it's time to start coming back to 
to the part where you know you're you're in your body again because I think it was very short after that that he yeah. was born so it was kind of like that awakening and then I remember being, uh-oh. I was very very aware when he was born like the pushing part and whatever I felt like I literally came out of like a coma <laughs> and I'm like now I'm like feeling like I'm present again in my body I think we like had there was some like a little small conversation maybe back and forth between uh some maybe it was me and you or me and Xavier or something but yeah, definitely a big shift there. I see that in the video as well. So for people that have watched it or want to watch it, I feel like that is something really subtle and important to notice that you were so present. And again, there's not a wrong or a right. Although I can say, you know, on the other side of the table, like being the midwife or the doula even, um, there is something so reassuring when a mother is present, like we can't make her be present. And some women mm. really go so far out. And, you know, we're with that too. But you really were just like, so present for his arrival, in a way like you had done it a million times before or something. Yeah, and it, it, it did. It was so crazy how foreign and, and familiar it felt at the same time. Like it was such a unique <laughs> feeling and <laughs> experience but for so much of it I just felt like I had done it before like I had like I've had this experience before it was very familiar it was like the word I could probably I don't know who knows I believe it I have said a lot that I think we can access the wisdom of whatever you want to say like past generations or if you believe in past lives or whatever it is I think we can find that place for some women where there is something really familiar about it doesn't mean it's not hard or whatever, but it's like, I don't know. I've done this before. And that's how, that's how it felt to be yeah. with you. I don't know if you feel that way, but it felt that way to me. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a beautiful way to word it. I, I would definitely say it felt, um, I think even in the post that Sam made about, you know, when mm. she asked me to like write something, I wrote about like how the birth story of our lineage mm. lives in our bones. And I think that's kind of how it felt. Like I found so much comfort during my pregnancy and anytime my choice was challenged or people were sharing their opinions about how scary it is to give birth at home, I found so much peace in, okay, but what did we do as a, as a group, as a society before there was hospitals, before there was interventions? Like we wouldn't all be here today if birth didn't work before hospitals because people were giving birth for so long without the intervention, without the medical system. And we, we all somehow made it here, like, like generations exactly. survived. So I think I found so much peace in thinking about, you know, all the people that birthed before me. And I just, I think that that's a beautiful way to put it, that there I had access to all of the intuitive knowledge and it, mm. just, it lives in you, it's passed down. It is, it is. and. You are such a beautiful illustration of that. Thank you. Thank you for being and thank yeah, you. thank you thank for being you. here. Um, I know there's so many more things we could talk about, but I feel like that's also a nice way to close it. So is there any, anything else, any last thoughts you want to share with people? Anything at all that would feel good? You know, other than... I feel great. And other than just, I'm so grateful to you for everything that I've gotten to learn from you 
and just always holding that space for me as I did walk this, you know, this unknown and just holding, holding me in, you know, every way, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I, I just can never thank you enough, but I'm so grateful to have been here today and that our, our lives have crossed paths and I hope that they cross <laughs> again really soon. Me too. <laughs> me too. I feel the exact same way. And honestly, uh, your your pregnancy and birth taught me so much. And I think that's something we don't talk about a lot. You know, it's like, oh, I did. I went to a birth. I went to a birth. I went to a birth. And when we're students, we feel like, oh, and I learned this. And like where you are as a doula, like, oh, I learned this and I saw this. And it's like the truth is there's always so much to learn from the mama and the soul coming in. There's always so much to like pick up on and feel and be ready for, you know, and that's kind of the, the mystery and the magic of birth. Like we don't quite know what we're all signing up for, but it always feels good to me when I know I'm supposed to be walking with someone. And I'm so glad that you chose me to walk with you. And I had that honor uh, because once that's in place, like once I feel like, okay, that this is supposed to be this way, then it's just the same surrender in a way that we're just there for however it looks. And of course, I'm so glad it looked so amazing and you got the most, um, you know, beautiful experience. And again, that you were willing to share it with the world. So, so much love to you and blessings, uh, sweet Shiloh and Xavier. You guys are one of my most favorite families. So thank you so much for being today. Thank you and so much love right back to you. Oh, well, on that note, everybody, I hope you have a beautiful holiday season, whatever it is for you. And I'll see you back here next year. 